Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake, and thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. We are in this week's episode, we are going to be looking at Ben Simmons and looking at specifically where he could go, why he hasn't gotten traded, will he get traded, and his destinations or where he wants to go. So it seems like Ben Simmons is kind of in an interesting situation right now because there are reports that um, apparently he does not want to be with the 76ers anymore, and I guess... I guess uh, Ben Simmons is not talking to Joel Embiid and some of the other players. And it seems like he just wants to kind of head somewhere else. And unfortunately for Ben Simmons, it just doesn't seem like things um, are working. And for the past few years, he's been a very good player with a bunch of great pieces. Um, And, you know, it just doesn't seem like... um, you know, they've gotten to that next step, and for some reason, Ben Simmons has kind of um, just been doing his own thing in Philly, and it, you know, hasn't worked out as well as, um, you know, everyone would have hoped, and while he is an all-star, and he is probably their second best player, the fit doesn't really, doesn't really make sense, and so apparently the rumors are that Ben Simmons wants to go to California. He wants to go to a bigger market, and California is um, where he could end up. Now, of the teams in California, there's only one that makes sense, and that's Golden State. Now, the Kings have interest in Ben Simmons, and they could get a good package together, but he doesn't want to go to Sacramento, um, and I don't think he'd want to be a part of that group. It doesn't seem like it's a good fit. The Lakers and the Clippers just don't have the assets. Lakers spent their money on Westbrook. And the Clippers don't have draft picks, and the players they have are good role players, but not what Philly would be looking for. So all that is uh, left in the tank has to be, and this is just just my opinion, is the Warriors. Because they have pieces, they got draft choices, they got other players, and um, it just seems like this is what what makes the most sense uh, in terms of the right package, um, obviously, um, like I said before, the Kings could be a very enticing team with what they'd offer, but I don't think he would want to go there, and so Golden State's the place to go. So, looking back at what has gone on with Ben Simmons, they tried, uh, you know, trading him, there was interest with Golden State before, and other teams, there was actually rumored reports that, you know, there was, um, interest with Toronto, and, Apparently what the uh, offer the 76ers wanted, which was insane to me, is um, OG Ananobi, Fred Van Vliet, the fourth pick, maybe Pascal Siakam as well. So the Warriors thought Ben Simmons was worth gutting the whole Toronto Raptors team. They obviously didn't accept an offer from the Pacers, which I thought was decent. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon in a first-round pick. It was a good starting point. Obviously, you'd have to add more into it to make... uh, things work, but it was a good starting point. Nothing ended up coming from it. I'm pretty sure the 76ers wanted, they had to take on Andrew Wiggins, James Weissmore, um, or Weissman, um, two first-round picks this year and multiple first-round picks in the future, plus like every other young asset that um, the Warriors had, which um, didn't seem to work 100%, uh, but for um, the Golden State Warriors, 
I think there's still interest, and I think if Ben Simmons wants to go there, which it seems like he does, then you can make something happen. So Ben Simmons is under contract, and so while he doesn't hold all the leverage, if he says he wants to go to one team, then it's one of those situations where it's kind of hard to be like, oh, no, he's not you know, going anywhere else. He's going to this team um, because they don't have to trade him in Philly. But he does uh, have a choice, at least in saying um, where he potentially wants to go. Um, and if he says that the um, Golden State Warriors are his team, then it would be in the best interest of Golden State and Philly to work out some sort of a um, some sort of a, a deal to make things work, um, you know, right there. So uh, let's uh, look at what a potential offer could look like. So if we're looking at the Golden State Warriors, they have a bunch of different pieces here that. Um, could be interesting to a team like um, the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, I'm going to start by saying that in every iteration of a Golden State Warriors trade involving Ben Simmons, you have to add in Andrew Wiggins, who makes $31.5 million. Now, he's not the player you have to add in, but they're not trading Steph, they're not trading Clay, and I don't think Draymond Green's getting traded as well. So the only other player who makes more than $24 million is Andrew Wiggins so you're going to have to throw Andrew Wiggins into this no matter what happens and Ben Simmons makes 33 million Andrew Wiggins makes 31 million so you're basically doing that sort of a swap right off the bat because then you really don't have to match salaries by this point you just have to add in the pieces you need and then maybe you can match salaries smaller stuff but it's a pretty even salary swapping right off the bat so unfortunately while I like Andrew Wiggins and his fit with Golden State he'd have to be involved in any sort of potential deal and they also in free agency added both Nimjala Beljinka who's a power forward who plays a little bit of small forward and Otto Porter Jr. who can play the small forward so um, that's kind of their situation and they could easily move on from Wiggins and have both Otto Porter Jr. and Andre Iguodala as your backup small forwards and starting small forwards in this situation. Not saying it'll happen, but it could. So that is uh, the starting point of this deal. Now, obviously the draft is over. So you have Jonathan Kamunga and Moses Moody as your two draft choices. So for Philly... They don't have the luxury of drafting who they want. They're kind of stuck with two good rookies from the Golden State side of things who might not fit the best, but those are the two guys they drafted, so those pieces could be involved. James Weissman could be involved. The thing with James Weissman is, while I think he's a great young player and holds a lot of value and was the second overall pick, and I think is someone that most teams would want, this is a team that he does not fit at all because they have... Two players, Joel Embiid, and they have um, Andre Drummond, both of which are guys who are centers, and most of those guys are going to get the minutes. And James Weissman's a good player, don't get me wrong, but he's not going to be on the bench behind Joel Embiid. He's going to have to start somewhere because he's that good, in my opinion. And so, unfortunately, he's someone who doesn't fit as well. So if James Weissman has to be involved in this deal then there's going to have to be a third team involved, which we'll look at in a second. So my guess is Moses Moody and Jonathan Kamunga, both of which will be involved in a trade. 
and Andrew Wiggins and um, some draft picks will have to be involved. Uh, the Golden State Warriors own pretty much every draft pick except for a first-round pick in 2024. So the tough situation um, that will potentially come about is the team can trade next year's first-round pick, which is in 2022, but then they can't trade a draft pick until 2026, unprotected. They can do pick swaps, but they cannot do an unprotected pick until 2026 after trading 2022 first-round pick. And they can also go down the road and trade the 2026 pick or 2027 or 2028 or whatever. So um, they have one draft pick, which is kind of nestled in there um, in the middle. And I think it has uh, protections. So you'd even have to kind of work around those protections um, when acquiring picks from Golden State. So in theory, the 2022 first round pick is really the only one at the moment that you can kind of trade without any sort of contingencies because the 23 pick and the 25 pick both have to be pick swaps because of the stipend rule. And then um, 2026, uh, depending on how things go, could get pushed back. Um, based on whatever the protections on the Golden State Warriors uh, pick is. And I believe that's um, a Memphis pick. So um, let's just go see what um, that one looks like from, I think it's the Grizzlies. So um, it is first round pick to Memphis protected selections 1 through 4 in 2024 and uh, top protected in 2025 and unprotected in 2026. So I don't think Golden State's going to be 1 through 4. So this is probably going to convey in 2024 but you never know also 2025 is just one top one protected so yeah this pick is probably going to be available in 2026 so you can uh, probably throw some other picks out there 2026 2028 2027 whatever years you want um, except for 2023 through 2025 obviously uh, those can be pick swaps so yeah You'd have to throw in draft picks, Andrew Wiggins, probably one or both of your rookies. And then James Weissman uh, would have to be involved in some fashion. And so he's probably going to have to go to a third team. And then assets will have to go from third team to um, this team, uh, the 76ers. Now, the issue, in my opinion, with this whole situation, and this is why I think you also need a third team, not just because of the Weissman angle, but I don't think the 76ers want guys who are rookies. I don't think the 76ers want guys who are young. I don't think the 76ers want guys who are sort of um, going to be um, guys that need some years to get, you know, into form. And they're trying to compete for a championship like Golden State is. And with the Golden State Warriors acquiring Ben Simmons, they would be doing that under the assumption that they're going to try and compete with Steph, Clay, Draymond, Otto Porter Jr., and Ben Simmons. And so the Warriors would happily, or most likely, I don't know if happily, but they'd have to take on Andrew Wiggins, who's a good role player, and would be a great piece for their playoff run. But the other assets, I don't know. So let's see um, where they can go from here and what pieces they can get in order to be uh, make the trade worth it. So we're going to go to the Detroit Pistons, and we're going to go to the Pistons first. So Jeremy Grant now... He had a great season, and I don't know if the Pistons are 100% interested and invested in getting rid of Jeremy Grant, but to me, I think he's the perfect player 
that could work here because he is someone who averaged 22 and almost five rebounds and could be a good plug-in piece because assuming Seth Curry, I guess in this case, would be your starting point guard, and then you would have either Tyrese Maxey, Shake Milton, or Matthijs Debule as your starting shooting guard, then you would have Danny Green come off the bench in this case and then have Jeremy Grant, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid as your power forward, small forward, and center. So Jeremy Grant could be a good guy to get. Obviously, the fact that the Pistons have a rebuild, they would probably welcome a bunch of young players, specifically James Weissman, Jonathan Kamunga, Moses Moody, any of those three. They do have Isaiah Stewart, who is a center, and most likely the starting center. But I don't know if adding James Weissman would be the worst thing in the world, and I think he could be your starting center, and then you could kind of go with Isaiah Stewart slash Kelly Olenek off the bench. And, you know, I think that's where they go in this situation. I mean, we could even see Isaiah Stewart get traded to Golden State if, you know, James Weissman is a much better player and the value's there. Then we could see Weissman getting traded to the Pistons and then Jeremy Grant going to the 76ers and Isaiah Stewart going to uh, Golden State, which I don't know if that'll happen, but, you know, the Pistons are a team that could make this work if they want to take on some of these younger assets. Memphis Grizzlies, number two. So I think Memphis is also a spot and I think Memphis is a team that could have a ton of interest, potentially, as, um, you know, getting involved. Because they have, between Desmond Bain, Brendan Clark, Tyus Jones, DeAnthony Melton, uh, you know, Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks. Um, they also have Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams, who aren't pieces that um, I think they would want in, in uh, the 76ers organization. But they are there. Um, if needed. So you could, in theory, trade away somebody like a James Weissman to the Grizzlies and acquire someone like a Kyle Anderson and a Dylan Brooks to go to um, the 76ers and maybe some draft picks get involved in some way. Um, if, let's say, let's say the uh, Memphis Grizzlies would like to do a Jaron Jackson Jr. power forward, uh, John, James Weissman center, combination then this could be a good you know spot to work with and it could be a good situation um, if that's kind of where they want to go then we are going to go to the Washington Wizards who could have potential interest now they did just make a bunch of different moves in terms of you know adding in Kuzma and Montrezl Harrell and whatnot and so we could in theory look at this situation and see Davis Burton's get moved and a bunch of other role players in um, Washington, maybe a draft pick or something going to the 76ers, and then a James Weissman or Jonathan Kamunga goes to the Wizards. Um, this would probably have to be when, um, you know, all of these newer players who just joined in, such as Dinwiddle and Kuzma, are available to be traded again, but um, they could be a team to uh, get involved as well and then we have Toronto and Toronto could get involved and I know they weren't 100% in on the Ben Simmons thing but they do need a center and we could see some sort of trade surrounding OG and Anubi and if your team is uh, Fred Van Bleet, Gary Trent Jr., Scotty Barnes, uh, Pascal Siakam 
and James Weissman, well, that's a pretty good, you know, starting five. And I don't know if Weissman and Ananobi are both good enough for a swap where you could see them just go straight for straight. Um, but maybe that could help facilitate this where you see Andrew Wiggins, OG Ananobi, maybe, you know, Jonathan Kamunga getting moved to 76ers with some draft picks. And then you see James Weissman going to the Raptors um, in this one because they don't have a good starting level um, center. They do have um, Precious Achua who could play center. He was just uh, traded in the Kyle Lowry deal. They also have um, Chris Butcher and Karen Birch who are guys who could play the center, but those are more backups. I think Weissman would be a better starter um, in my book. And then if we were looking for another sort of veteran player to get thrown into this mix, if uh, that's kind of where they want to go with it, we could go to San Antonio, who has a blaring need at the uh, center position. They do have Jakob Portal, but he could, in theory, be your backup. So there is a way for the 76ers to potentially do this deal and get someone like Derek White in uh, going to the 76ers and some of these other pieces. For example, we could see James Weissman going to the Spurs, and then we could see Derek White and maybe someone like um, a Devin Vassell or a Keldon Johnson going um, to the 76ers and James Weissman to the Spurs. And so if the Spurs are a rebuilding team, they got a bunch of wings. Uh, maybe they go after a big man to fill that position. And then I guess this could be an option, but uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. So we could see in any situation, either Darius Baisley or Lou Dort or both of these guys going to the 76ers with a boatload of draft picks. And then um, we could see James Weissman going to OKC. But these, uh, the OKC Thunder don't have veterans that really could impact. And so I don't think that's um, going to end up happening at all. And so I would say this uh, this uh, team is not the one that they're probably going to, you know, go for. And so that's uh, the potential situation there. And then we have another interesting one that could be a third team, which is Orlando. Now, Orlando has a bunch of bigs already, but potentially this could be a good move um, if we see some sort of deal involving Terrence Ross and maybe either Markel Fultz or Cole Anthony. I'm going to go with Cole Anthony. So maybe you see the 76ers get um, Terrence Ross and Cole Anthony and then Andrew Wiggins and some draft picks. And then you see James Weissman go to Orlando and um, you could see that potentially take place. And then maybe Mo Bamba goes to, uh, along with Ben Simmons, to the Warriors and can kind of reclamate his career potentially so maybe James Weissman that could be the case and then the final um, potential spot um, or final potential team we could see something take place is with Boston now I don't know if the Celtics would want to make a deal with the 76ers both being in the east and in the Atlantic division but if the Celtics aren't going to re-sign Marcus Smart and let's just say he's not going to be a piece that they want to hold on to. And let's say Robert Williams is someone they don't want to pay 
he's a good player, but let's say they don't want to pay him. Then we could, in theory, see Robert Williams get moved to Golden State, Marcus Smart get moved um, to the 76ers, and then we could see, um, in some sort of situation, Golden State trading away Andrew Wiggins and some of these young guys and draft picks, and maybe even Boston throws in some draft picks as well. But if the Boston Celtics are like, hey, we'll take on James Weissman, he can be our starting center, and if the Celtics are trying to go after Bradley Beal, then getting rid of Robert Williams, who's probably going to cost you like $11 million, and bringing in Weissman, who's under contract and makes $9 million, might be a much better move for the Celtics. And then Robert Williams is the starting center in Golden State just for one year or multiple years. And then Marcus Smart plays the shooting guard or point guard in Philadelphia, which I don't know if they'd want to do that, Boston, but if they look at it as the bigger picture and they say, look, we have a guy here who's under contract for this year and two more years after that. He's a rookie uh, contract. He makes $9 million. We can add him into the fold and, in theory, get rid of someone who we probably don't want to pay if we're going after Bradley Beal and another player who's young and Robert Williams who we would probably have to pay as well. And I don't know if the Celtics would want to do that. And so adding in a cheaper contract makes sense. But at the same time, I don't know if... Um, it would really, uh, well, it would really get done because of the Philly-Boston rivalry situation, and probably not uh, the best move. So overall, I think Ben Simmons could get traded, but I think one of two things needs to happen: the 76ers' asking price has to go down a little bit, and Ben Simmons has to open up his uh, preferred destination to teams outside of, you know, California or bigger markets, because then you can get something to actually work. And so I think. Um, most likely, um, he'll get moved at some point, but it's going to be for the right price. And if their asking price comes down slightly from what it was and is not sort of this astronomical number of stuff that they want from whatever team, then they'll be all right. So I think in the end of the day, it could work out. It just depends on the situation at hand.